Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. Well, we welcome you to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, and the NHL season has come to an end, and the Colorado Avalanche are the Stanley Cup champions. Uh, So much to unpack when it comes to that, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But the big news surrounding the Panthers over the last uh, really week or so have been three stories. Number one, new head coach Paul Maurice, uh, experienced guy, has been around for 25 years coaching in the league, got his first head coaching job in his 20s. And it's... uh, it was apparent that the Panthers just felt that they needed an experienced coach uh, behind the bench to get them to the next level. They obviously felt that way a few years ago when they hired Joel Quenville, um, and Andrew Burnett stepped in, and he did a marvelous job during the season last year, keeping things going. But it was apparent the Panthers, and I don't know if they just felt this, you know, once they unpacked the entire season, or they thought this during the season. Um, but they obviously came to the conclusion at some point that someone that's, you know, been behind the bench as a head coach before um, was something that they wanted. So we'll see how it all shakes out there with Andrew Burnett, uh, obviously a guy that people got to know his name in a big way. Um, he has the option from what we are hearing of staying around. Not sure he would take that option. Um, and stay as an assistant or maybe even go into the front office. I'm not sure if that's something that is being offered or something that he wants to do. Um, But the Panthers move on with Paul Maurice, who, um, you know, I've watched for many years and uh, I think is a very good hockey coach. Uh, I think he's, first of all, he's a really smart guy. Uh, That's apparent. He's got a very good way with veteran players in particular. And... He's also done a good job of getting those players to buy in. And at this point, his directive seems, based on the press conference and what he said afterwards when I talked to him, extremely clear that this is a team, however you want to classify it, you know, top five, top eight, whatever you want to say in the league, which they've been the last couple of years. And they did make it to the final eight of the playoffs this year. In the second round, his clear directive is how do you push it over and get them to take that next step? And he he basically flat out said it's about being a bit tighter defensively and still not trying to sacrifice the offense, but you can't gamble for the offense at the expense of the defense, particularly in the playoffs. And I thought that was the key, that You know, and there were plenty of nights when the Panthers had these big comeback wins and high-scoring games, and Andrew Burnett said, you know, you can't do this long-term. You can't win like this in the playoffs. Um, And and I know he preached that to the team, but it really never took hold. Um, They they were just so good offensively, and in the regular season they could score their way out of trouble, 
And until you get to the playoffs, and until I think as a player, you realize that you can't do that in the playoffs, then you go and you, and you do those other things that are kind of uncomfortable, um, that aren't as much fun. And we've seen that in the league. And when you look at the Stanley Cup final, Tampa Bay went through it a number of years, and Colorado. Colorado was a first or second round exit four straight years before winning the Cup this year, and they were also a President's Trophy winner in one of those years. So it really does seem in this league that you have to go through that. And hopefully the Panther players, um, you know, are going through that themselves. You know, a lot of these guys on this team, it's not an excuse, it's just a fact, have not played a lot of playoff games. And I know we all thought and hoped that the year before, the way that series went against Tampa, that that would be the learning experience needed. But obviously this year was, um, you know, an experience they needed to learn again as well. So that was the big story. The Panthers uh, hiring their new coach. We'll see how the staff fills in. The other unfortunate story that came out was Anthony Duclair with an Achilles injury in off-season training and reportedly will need surgery. And usually these injuries take anywhere from four to six months. So if you do the simple math, that would put him at um, sometime later this year, you know, mid-season, early season, whatever it is. So that's a tough loss for the Panthers because I know they can save the money on the cap by putting him on long-term injured reserve to start the season, but Anthony Duclair is going to be back. And, you know, once he comes back, you'll lose that space. So, again, an offseason that was going to be tricky and needed a lot of attention by Bill Zito gets a little trickier, I think, and needs a little bit more attention because, you know, when when do they project Duclair will come back? Will he immediately come back 100%? Um, you know, what do they anticipate him doing once he gets back? And it's a tricky situation. How much are you going to count on him to be his old self when he does return with whatever games are left in the season? So, um, you know, they had some decisions to make anyway. And here's one that's being made for them already. But how do you go about, you know, you can't go and sign a guy for a full season and use that money up because then when he comes back, you've got to get rid of money. And this is why, you know, running teams these days is, and when you're a cap team like the Panthers are, basically, you know, ownership spending what needs to be spent in order to win, uh, it puts you in a tough situation. So we'll see how that unfolds. The great news this week was the well-deserved Hall of Fame honor for Roberto Luongo. So big congratulations to Roberto. Uh, I thought he would certainly get in on the first ballot. No reason not to top five and all the major uh, goalie statistics and, um, you know, playing in the league for, for two decades and doing what he did for Team Canada in the Olympics. And, and really, Luongo is the first, quote, Panther to make the Hall of Fame. There have been others that have made it, that have played for the Panthers, but none had the majority of their career in South Florida like Roberto Luongo did. You know, it's unfortunate that he wasn't here his entire career. He really should have been. Situation was not handled well. Um, but that, that's obviously ancient history, and I thought it was terrific when he came back. And, you know, you go back, you look at Roberto Luongo's save percentages in those final years of his career, 
and he was terrific. I mean, I know it was harder for him to play the games and, you know, didn't play as many as he could previously and, you know, tougher to get ready physically, but he produced. And it was great to see Roberto finally play a playoff series with the Panthers in 2016. Of course, that one leaves a lot of scars for a lot of people because it was a series that the Panthers outplayed the Islanders but ended up uh, coming up short in some games where they couldn't hold on to some leads. So big congratulations to Roberto and a terrific honor for him. I will have plenty more on the podcast as the summer rolls on when there's uh, Panther news. We appreciate you uh, listening. Please subscribe. Please spread the word. Please leave reviews. And please listen to a, a message from our sponsors because without them, it would not be possible. Thanks, everybody. Hope everyone's doing great. Have a great July 4th weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research, and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. 5763 help us help Dave Lister and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922 8660 online at onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.